So Joe Biden's in Israel, and while he's there, he gives the squad a little bit of a of a smackdown. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Surprising but true. Joe Biden saying of the squad that if you believe Israel is an apartheid state, well, you're wrong. There are a few of them. I think they're wrong. I think they're making a mistake. Israel's a democracy. Israel's our ally. Israel is a friend. Well, what do you know about that right there? for military and security assistance for Israel. You should note that Obama, the Obama-Biden administration oversaw the approval of the Iron Dome. But there are also other voices in the Democratic Party, sir, voices that say that Israel is an apartheid state calling for an end of unconditional aid. There's an undeniable gap between you and those voices. There are a few of them. I think they're wrong. I think they're making a mistake. Israel is a democracy. Israel is our ally. Israel is a friend. And uh, I think that I make no apologies. We've, we've provided for... My administration, $4 billion plus another billion for Iron Dome. And we're working on a laser project to be able to replace Iron Dome. Uh, it's overwhelming our interest that, that uh, Israel be stable. Well, that's certainly true. You certainly want a, a stable Israel, and you certainly want to recognize that uh, Israel is better than every other nation around it. Now, that could be insulting to some. And, um, okay. That's, I'm okay with that. I I am very much okay with insulting the people who think that Israel shouldn't exist. I'm fine with it. If you ask me, Tony, is that because you're Jewish? Always remember I'm an American first. I don't agree with every Israeli policy. Certainly didn't agree with them about covid Not for a second did I agree with them about COVID. But I always believe in Israel's right to exist and Israel's right to defend itself. These are important things, valuable things. And I love it when uh, the guys from Jewish Voice for Peace want to give me a little uh, grief on social media like that like that matters. These are people who would gladly see Israel go by the wayside. Please stop stop saying that that that's a, a valuable position. I don't get to question whether you call yourself Jewish. I do get to question whether or not you have a mind, and the answer is you don't. But go ahead, squawk on Twitter, and I'll keep kicking your ass here, and that's the way that one's going to go. Remember that Rashida Tlaib does not believe that Israel should exist. That's the story. Meanwhile, Biden will be done in Israel, and then he will head over to Saudi Arabia. This um, getting a lot of people upset. And there were questions at a press conference, not only about that, but about Iran. Um, allow me to press you a little bit on Iran, if, if I may. Um, you visited no, I'm them. not going. <laughs> yeah, we got to walk up. <laughs> You are, you are visiting the Middle East here in Israel, and then you go into Saudi Arabia where you're meeting with King Salman and other GCC leaders. You know in advance, before you come here, their position, their concern, their fear about Iran nuclear program and Iran's support for proxies in the region. 
tangibly, what are you offering them to assuage their fear and concern? Practically, is this anything that you're offering them to make them feel comfortable that the United States are on the same page with them? And if I may, Mr. Prime Minister, um, what are the differences and the similarities between you and President Biden regarding Iran? Um, do you see eye to eye on all the issues? I mean, you alluded to some differences just now. And if I may, um, I wanted you to confirm to us today your position in supporting the two-state solution as a caretaker prime minister, and if should you be elected as the next prime minister of Israel. Thank you. That's a heavy question right there. It's a heavy question to ask uh, the Israelis uh, uh, in, in, front, in front of Biden, because Biden's all about the two-state solution. But first, let's get to Biden's answer. So much. With regard to Iran and convincing the Saudis and others that we mean what we say, is we mean what we say. They have an opportunity to accept this agreement's been laid down. If they don't, we made it absolutely clear. We will not, let me say it again, we will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. That is not going to go over well with the Democratic Party. Not at all. They don't believe in strength when it comes to Iran. They don't believe in Israel and Iron Dome being able to protect and defend itself. They don't believe it. They oppose it with absolutely everything in them. They oppose the idea of Israel's existence. If we're asking about the squad, those are the facts as presented. Now, as for going to Saudi Arabia, what is the purpose of the trip? Opposition back home to your meeting with Saudi leaders this week. What will you say to Saudi leaders, specifically to Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, about the Khashoggi murder and other human rights practices? And if I may, uh, Prime Minister Lapid, how close are you to an agreement with Saudi Arabia to gain overflight rights? And should we expect that soon? Thank you. With regard to the question you asked me, uh, my views on Khashoggi have been absolutely positively clear. Um, and I have never been quiet about talking about human rights. The question that I'm, the reason I'm going to Saudi Arabia, though, is much broader, is to promote U.S. interest promote U.S. interest in a way that uh, I think we have an opportunity to uh, reassert what I think we've made a mistake of walking away from, our influence in the Middle East. I'm going to meet with nine other heads of state. It's not just as happens to be in Saudi Arabia. And so there are so many issues at stake that I want to make clear that we can continue to lead in the region and not create a vacuum, a vacuum that is filled by China and or Russia. Now, the truth is, you don't want a vacuum that's filled by China and or Russia. That is a very, very true statement. And the engagement with Saudi Arabia, while I get it can make you ill, is indeed necessary. But if you tell me that Khashoggi and the murder of Khashoggi 
by the Saudis in Turkey is your top subject. Well, I think you're kidding yourself. I never said that the Saudis were good guys. I'm just living in the real world. In a choice between the Saudis and the Iranians, the Saudis win. The Saudis should have been dealt with after September 11th with a lot of killings of the royal family. Just to let them know, we see you. Bush did not engage that way. I believe he was wrong. I still believe that to this day. A response was necessary, and it did not come for Saudi Arabia. Here I am 21 years later. Saudi Arabia or Iran, and it's my choice is Saudi Arabia. I don't have to love him. I don't even necessarily have to like him. Just need what I need. And yes, if you're not at the table, you put China and Russia at the table. You just got to be willing to deal with that if that's your plan. That wouldn't be my plan. 